Hey there, I'm Emlyn Miles Mattingly, your host for the Minority Money Podcast. I'm glad you're here. You know why? Because this is the place you can come to get your weekly finance, family, and fitness motivation, not only to experience success in those areas for yourself, but also to help others in our community achieve greatness too. Super happy that you're on the show with me. So let's jump right in. Welcome back to the Minority Money Podcast. I am your host, Emlyn Miles Mattingly, where we are changing the complexion of wealth. Today, we're going to be wrapping up our Hispanic Heritage Month. And once again, we're going to bring my wife back on, Maricela Miles Mattingly. Welcome back. Hey, everybody. I'm back. So wanted to bring Madi back on so we could do a brief recap of some of the episodes we had as we celebrated Hispanic Heritage Month. We've thoroughly enjoyed every episode and the stories were so impactful, so meaningful. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to that yet, we highly recommend that you go back and listen to all of those. But what we're going to do for you here today is give you kind of a recap of what we talked about or what some of the guests talked about and what our thoughts were on those episodes. So wanted to jump right in. I mean, did you have anything you wanted to say about just Hispanic Heritage Month before we get started? No, I mean, I think we did it in a little bit on our first episode where we talked about it, but I think it's just really neat to highlight Hispanic, you know. Heritage Month. Yes, yes. Just to take a moment and listen to stories. I think that was really neat about these episodes is listening to everybody's story. And we'll get into more of that, but I really enjoy how similar we all are, even though we're different, but very similar stories. Yeah, so I think the first one we had was Janet from Latina Money. And that was a really cool episode. And what were your thoughts on that one? Just uh, briefly. No, yes. I mean, I really loved when she talked about the cycles of working and spending at a very young age, because I felt the same way. I remember working my first summer job at like 15 and getting that approval from my parents so I could work a little during the summer and just use that money to buy a ton of school clothes, not save a penny and just buy everything I could because we couldn't. We would get two outfits, you know, for the starting of the school year. And this was my opportunity to say, hey, you know what? I want five. So I thought that was really cool. And then when she shared her personal story about loyalty, and I just really thought it was empowering and powerful, you know, as she went through her experience with her first marriage and talking about how, in a way, she felt as a woman, she couldn't leave, that she had to be loyal and stay. And I thought that was really neat to, especially because I think as women, we definitely struggle with things like that. I thought it was really cool for her knowing that she has her whole Latina money thing going on and to get a little vulnerable on the show, you know, to open up to some personal things. And I think it really added another level of depth as she was uh, vulnerable on the show. And we really appreciate that. We will be doing some more stuff with them too, coming up soon. She actually asked me to help or to do a the narrow school episode. So that'll be coming pretty soon. So she has a thing called the narrow school. And so it's like a class. So we'll be working together on that too. The next one was. Lena Mendoza. Lena. So what were your thoughts on that one? No, she was also awesome. She, I believe is a professor at Fresno State. She used to work at Fresno State, but now she did do that. She's at Fresno City, I believe, but she was a college professor. I don't know if she's still doing that part-time, but she has her other business that she does where she helps empower CEOs or help companies find CEOs or leadership roles for people of color, for minorities. No, yeah. I mean, I love some of the things that she shared, which was leverage what you know and who you know. And a lot of times we fear reaching out to so-and-so 
for whatever reason. And, you know, we just got to be able to use the people that we know to get us the answers that we want, because we know these are going to be the people that are going to give us the best answer and have absolutely no bias. So that was really cool. And then she talked about letting go of fear and even more so. And that I felt like I've heard so many people say, I don't want to take that role because I don't want the drama. And feeling like if that is a minority thing, and I've heard it from so many women too, actually, I've heard it from two different women that say the same thing and saying, letting go of that fear and saying, no, you can have the role, do it. Like empowering yourself to just go out and take this role and not looking at it as the drama. So that was really neat because it's so true. Exactly. I know Lena personally, because she actually was going to work at a firm that I was at prior to coming here. So I met her that way because she interviewed to be at the firm. And she's always had just this desire to uplift and help minorities and Latinas, you know, specifically, but she she does do a lot of work in the minority community. And so it was just awesome to have her on and hear her story. And then her being, you know, also the other thing is her being Latina and I know she's half Asian. I can't remember exactly which one. Yeah. But it was kind of cool to hear that as well, saying being, you know, part this and part that and how to navigate both of those, you know, cultures. Mm-hmm. And how she was as part of, of one as much as as part of the other. That's when she was saying, you know, we eat egg rolls as well as tortillas. Mm-hmm. I think they both taste great. So that works for me. And then the next one was Jen Hemphill. Mm-hmm. And so what did you pull away from that one? The gender wage gap. I thought that was huge, especially when you guys broke it down and talked about how for a Latin woman to make the same amount of money as a white male, it takes a year and another and up until November, which is, and so I was like, it put things into perspective, I think, for me, because you always hear it all the time, the wage gap, the wage gap. But then when it's put in months and time, that's crazy when you're looking and we're being evaluated with the same credentials and it'll still take one of us that long. That's insane. And I think we also talked about, you know, the culture of what we had, like a lot of us minorities in this generation are the first generation of people that graduate college to get maybe even a corporate job, but to make a six-figure income. A lot of us are the first people to buy a home. So in the back of our mind, negotiating our salary to get more isn't even a thought because we're just happy to be here because we're the first ones to be able to do that. Yeah, that was huge when she said, we're taught to be grateful for what we have. Mm -hmm. We're always feeling to be grateful. And I remember Maybe some time ago, I was, you know, not complaining, but I was just dealing with this and this at work. And one of my good friends, she said, well, you should be glad that you're just not working in the field. And it goes back to the same thing that she just said. We're taught to be grateful for what we have. I was like, wow. (laughs) And this is being grateful for what we have. Unfortunately, means that we have less. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she was awesome. And then, you know, another level for her, her husband is black. And so, you know, that was kind of cool to hear her and he was in the military. And so, the, oh, you yes. know, like, especially when we had the examples of what she was talking about, one of her kids that was really involved in the, you know, the peaceful protest and trying to support social justice and things like that. And her husband having a military background, it was a really, really cool dynamic. Also her talking about being light, fair skinned as a Latina you know, not feeling like she was Mexican or uh, Latina enough for Latinas and white enough for white people. I think that's what she said. I think because she said her she was half white and half Latina. I think that's what she said. Did she say that? No, she did. 
or she just said she's fair skinned Latina. She didn't say she was half. She's fair skinned. That's what it was. Yeah. And then after that, we had Luis Rosa. Mm-hmm. That's my guy. So what do you think about that one? I mean, his whole story. I mean, coming to the U.S., living in someone's room mm-hmm. with all his siblings, mom and dad, and then eventually, you know, getting a one bedroom apartment. That's just crazy, too, you know, because I'm thinking about our story. But, you know, even when he talked about when you asked him, you know, what do you think could have helped you? And he talked about having guidance counselors, you know, having help with filling out your financial aid forms. And I remember having the same problem, you know, trying to get my stuff ready for college, not knowing what to fill out, what not to fill out. And we had some guidance in my high school, but nonetheless, it still just wasn't sufficient to get me to a dorm, you know, to figure out that, you know, if I want to go to this school that was this far away, I'm not going to live in an apartment. What do I need to do? And then even having mentors to have people that look like us that work in this job that are going to help us and guide us. And, And I know we've talked a lot about you know, how important that is, especially as we started Gen X Wealth, having some of that support system around you to help you answer these questions as you navigate through this business. Absolutely. Like thinking about just having someone to mentor you, to give you like little Mm -hmm. pointers. And I think about, you know, just like as we did it with our business, when we started Gen X Wealth, we talked about some of the mentors we had. And if you could have some of those not even necessarily like a life coach, but just like that, a mentor, someone to help you with the financial aid, someone to help you with, you know, do I have a, you know, should I open up a C corporation, S corporation? Do I open up an LLC or can I just stay a sole prop? Is that okay? Like just someone that has that guidance to be able to help you with that. You know, that's just touching the tip of the iceberg on those episodes. I think there's plenty of stuff in there for you guys to go back and listen to and get some nuggets. And it's truly just a celebration of the Hispanic heritage and getting to hear it from someone that's grown up, as I would say, all the people that have been on in your episode as well, Madi, where we can celebrate the successes. We can celebrate the overcoming. We can celebrate all of the facets of Hispanic heritage. So it was really, really cool to do that. Did you have anything else that you wanted to add at the end before we go ahead? No, and I think Luis said it. He said, you know, sometimes we're all grouped in this group of we're all the same, but we're all a little different. You know, we all speak some sort of Spanish, but we're all, you know, grouped up in the same, but we're all a little different. And just to be able to embrace each other's differences as minor or as little as they are and, you know, be united as one to really just help each other to be better than the previous generation. Absolutely. I was going to talk about the merchandise that we have available. So we did make a t-shirt to kind of celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month. And so we have some merch on the website that'll be there for the rest of this month. We will stop at the end of this month. So until October 31st, don't wait until October 31st to buy anything if you want to get something. And what is the name of this one? I like the way you say it better. Sí, es la camisa de El Dinero de la Menoridad. Tenemos las camisas y también um, vasos de compra para que todos puedan tener su camisa y so we have cups, we have shirts. You can buy them there on the website and that's minoritymoneymerch.com. We enjoyed this and we plan to do more little segments like this where we celebrate other cultures because I think the real way to 
you know, enjoy another culture is to celebrate and uh, also to, you know, partake in the food. (laughs) Gotta love that. Gotta get that. And so I know we are going to be trying, I believe he said Colombian food. I think someone said something about Colombian food. So we, I haven't had that yet. So we're looking forward to that. But as you know, this is the Minority Money Podcast, where we are changing the complexion of wealth. I'm Imlin Miles Mattingly, and that was Mighty Miles Mattingly who joined me today. Until next time. Another great showdown, but it doesn't have to stop there. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast app you're listening on now and give it a good rating, would you? If you feel really connected to the podcast, which I hope you do, find our Facebook community, Minority Money VIP to support and be supported by others just like you. And again, we're glad to have you. While this podcast is meant to inspire and motivate you to live your best life, it can't be your complete one-stop shop. I know, I know, that really sucks. But I don't know anything about your specific situation. So please reach out to an attorney or CPA, or you can reach out to me, a financial planner, to help you with your specific situation. To get a hold of us, please reach us at fan at Minority Money Podcast. That's F-A-N at Minority Money Podcast so we can get to know you there. Thanks for being here and until next time.